Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Wanted us to work on this year and continuing until we get there with him. That's what he wants us to do. And that was the same last year that we're still working on that which he gave us last year. And we'll be working on that until we get there with him. Um, and I didn't finish those, uh, I think it was 12 things. I didn't finish those 12. Uh, we finished four of them, uh, but we will continue with some of those also. The first thing of those seven that I gave you is that he wanted us to know that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. He's a new creature. And that's, 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 that's got to be exciting because we, are not, we wouldn't be the same. The, the, the nature that we had from uh, the first Adam, we don't have because we were born again. So we in Christ, we are a new creature. And I thank, I thank God that the old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new, and those things are from God. Now, that, that new, I said, was kenos, uh, which is qualitatively new. It's not the, it's not the, the, the new that, that, that would be uh, temporarily new. It's not a new that we make, to make up. It's not a, a, a new that we decided that this is what we're going to do for the new year. This is a, my New Year's resolution, so that, that's new, but that's not the same new. The new we're talking about is from God. He has made it new, and it will never be the same again. That was number one. Number two was that in view of God's mercies, in view of his mercies, and we sang of that today, in view of his mercies, he told us to present our bodies a living sacrifice, a living and a holy sacrifice. And we uh, gave you two more things, which uh, I gave you back then, and then I skipped over when we went deeper into those things, um, but I'll bring out today. Number three was that God causes how many things? All things to work together for good. Right? All things. All things. Those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose, of course. Four, we must learn to fight spiritually for what is ours until we win. We're going to fight until we win. We're not going to give up. We're going to fight until we win because it's already been given to us in Christ. Number five, prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely hearers who Delude or deceive ourselves. Number six, God uses our journey in this life to develop us into the image of Christ and the character of Christ. He uses the journey that we're in, and he, um, uh, Don taught on that, and it's it's so good. It's so good. He, he's working at us, isn't he? 
He's working in us. He's working in us. Number six, I skipped over uh, when I was teaching going deeper because God revealed to me he wanted me to do a series on that. So I saved it to the last. Now, what that what the series is from Romans 12, 1 and 2, and we're on 2, it says, uh, do not be conformed to the world, but what? Be transformed by the renewing of our minds so that we will, uh, may prove what is the will of God, that which is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. That's the series. The title of the message today is Be Transformed. Be Transformed. And that's what we are, we're, the, the, the series is on. Be Transformed. Be Transformed. Be Transformed. And, and, and it's, it's so interesting to me that when we are talking about being transformed, it is a key to everything that God has for us. It's the key. It's the key. And so I want to uh, explore that in a lot of different areas because it's not one of the things that we say, well, I was born again. I'm a new creature, so therefore I am transformed. You know? Yes, I'm, I'm transformed. I'm not the same. But that's just the beginning. Just the beginning, see? So, Am I transformed in this area over here? Am I transformed in that area? Am I transformed in that area? What areas am I really transformed in? In what areas am I still the same as I used to be before I got born again? Before I got born again. He said, well, well you said you're a new creation. You're a new cre- creature. Yes, that's true. But... All of us know through the teaching that we've been doing here is that your mind did not get born again so that, poof, you think just like Christ, just like Jesus. You have the thoughts of Jesus. You have everything he thinks you think. Right? You see? No, no, no. No, no, no. Mm. No. You see? So we have to... Understand that we have some things that he's calling us to do. And it takes born again to do it. It takes the Holy Spirit to do it. It takes a lot of things to do it. So we're going to be talking about those things just beginning today. Now, let's break this uh, verse down. Just this verse 2. We're going to just be concentrating on three scriptures today. Uh, This is one, Romans 12, 2. Now, let's look at one word here, conformed, conformed, conformed. Do I want to be conformed to the world? No. Do I want to be conformed to what? Do I want to be conformed to the word? 
Yes. Yes, I do. Conform is in, it's like a present imperative. And it means, whenever you see something in the present tense like that, it means that it's a continuous action. Continuous. It's a repeated action. It's like uh, be being. That's how we can put it on. Be being transformed. It's a continuous thing. We're not going to be transformed today. And it's going to end. No. It's going to begin. It has begun. And it's going to end when we get uh, to Jesus. So, it's telling me, do not, do not be continuously conformed. So that means that we can be continuously conformed to the world. We can really practice being conformed to the world. We can practice that. And you say, no, 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 no. It doesn't mean that uh, because once you you conform, you know, know, it's a one-time thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it is not. You know? And I thank God it's not. Because I'm not, I know I'm not conformed to this word totally. Are you? No, I don't know anybody in this life. But it's a continuous thing, even in this word. So I'm telling you that God is telling us, it's like, stop being molded into the world's mold. Stop being pressured into the world's thinking, the world's actions, the world's uh, talking. Stop being pressured into those things. You got to stop that. And I know, and you know, things are different in this time that we are in than it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Things are different. And so he says that, you know, you got to stop being conformed to every little whim that the world decides that this is the way you're supposed to do things. This is the way that you're supposed to communicate. This is the way you're supposed to uh you know, accept people. No, no. I want to know what God is saying, and I don't want to know what the world is doing, except to know that, oh, this is what the world is doing, so therefore, that's what I don't want to do. I don't want to do that. And, and you, you, you see it. You hear it all the time. All the time. So, it's a continuous thing that we have to we have to do. 
And I tell you, it is hard to not be conformed to the world and the way they're thinking. It's hard. It's hard. Sometimes we get afraid because what people may say, what people may do. I'm serious. I'm serious. Even, even, even pastors, I mean, they, they, they get afraid because the world says, oh, no, 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 hate speech, hate speech. You can't do that. We'll arrest you. You mean I got to take it out of my Bible? No, you can keep it in there. Just keep it quiet. Don't say anything about it. Don't mention it. Don't mention it. Fear is a real thing in this life. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They're telling parents what they can't do with their children, what they can't say to their children. We can say what we want to say to them. Just put them in our school. We'll, we'll say what we want to say, but you can't. Anything we say, that's going to go. If you, if you dispute us, then you're in trouble. That can be fearful for parents. You see? But God says, don't be conformed because it's a continuous thing. Stop being pressed into the mold of the world. It's an external thing. It's an external thing. Don't do what the world is doing. Okay? Let's go a little further. Let's look at this world. This thing said world. Don't be conformed to the world, um, which means age. The age we're living in. And like I said, it changes depending on when you were born, how long you're living, and things like that. And I guarantee you things are going to change in the next 50 years and different from what we're in now. It says, but... Okay, so it's a contrast. Don't be conformed to the world. But be transformed. And we all know that word transformed. Everybody know that, okay? Uh, here, you know that. And uh, the, the, the closest word we have to it um, is meta what? Metamorphosis, right? It's, and when we gave, I gave it so many times, illustration of a, uh, caterpillar to butterfly. It is totally different, right? Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. Now, the thing here is that the idea of transformation refer, re, re, refers to in, it's an invisible process. Invisible process. You cannot Tell me exactly when 
this caterpillar turns into a butterfly. Can you? Can anybody? You can say, well, I, I know I have a cocoon up there. and I, So what I'm going to do, I'm going to open it up so that I can see what's going on inside of it and when it takes place. What would you have just done? Yeah, you know, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Well, see, our transformation is the same way. See, our trans, transformation is a continuous thing also. It's in the present also, and, and, and it's repeated over and over again. We don't get transformed one time. It's a continuous thing. But it's invisible. It's invisible. I can't see it. You can't see it. All we know is that if we do what God says, we are going to change. We are going to change. We know that. And that, 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 that's really exciting to me. You know, we, we are going to change. We can, you, can't, you cannot help it. The, the, the caterpillar cannot help it. If he ever gets in that cocoon, it's done. It's a done deal. No car can run over him, right? Because the cocoon is never on the ground in the road. You can't, get, you can't, can't do that. Nothing can hinder this process if we get where God tells us to get. Can't hinder it. Can't hinder it. I said, woohoo, woohoo, that's good. But that's not the most important word that I want to give because we've had this word so many, we talk about it all the time, you know. Now, it says, but be transformed by. By. When I, when I, 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 said, I said, God, you know, I'm, I'm thinking now, you are getting ready to tell us something that the caterpillar knows by instinct, but we don't. You're getting ready to tell us how we can automatically, progressively change. That's what you're telling us. So when you say, by, by what, Lord? By getting in the cocoon, we can't get in the cocoon. So how, what are we going to do? By the renewing, you remember that, that, that word, kenosis, that I said? It says, you know, you are a new creature, right? If you be in Christ, you're a new creature. Well, that's the, that's the same uh, word, but it has a prefix on it. And it's, it's a word that tells us that it's, it's called anachronosis. And, and what it is is a... It's a, it's a renewing, it's a renewing that the end result is the same thing. It's a, it's a qualitatively new, it's, you are not the same. When, when it says that be, con, be transformed by the renewing, by the renewing, that renewing is a process that changes you and you will never be the same. Never. Never. And if you tell me 
that transformation, you can go backwards. And I'll say, you're thinking like the world. Because the world wants to go backward. You see, I know that nothing God makes like that is going to go backwards. He doesn't do it. And, and the caterpillar, is that correct? Can a butterfly, please tell me if, I, if, if I'm wrong, can a butterfly go back and be a caterpillar? Hmm. No, the caterpillar can stop flapping. He can stop doing all he wants to. But he's not going back. He's not going back. And that is something that I said, God, we need to know as a body, we need to know that we cannot go back. This transformation process that you are taking us through, as you are taking us through it, we cannot go back. We'll never be the same. Never be the same. Never be the same. We're going to change. And that change, you know, we, we, we already said if you're in Christ, you're a new creature. So we already changed where we are now in Christ. But now, that's an internal thing, right? But now, he says, I want you to change so that your outward will change. That's what I want you to change. See, the inward has changed. He, he, what did he do? And we read it in the scripture all the time. He said, well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take your heart of stone and I'm going to turn it into a heart of flesh. See, because if you have a heart of stone, you're not going to do nothing. not going to do that. So he said, I, I, I'm going to change this thing. He says that what I'm going to do, I'm going to make your spirit alive. You're not going to have a dead spirit any longer. You're going to have a spirit that's alive. So we have a, a heart that God can now mold, that the spirit of God, can, he can mold this thing now because it's not a heart of stone. In stone, you can put water on the stone. You can do all you want to on the stone, and that stone will still be hard. You can, you can, you can quote the word day and night. You can put a, 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 a recording out there, and that stone Never gonna move. Not gonna do it. It's not gonna, it's not gonna move it. But God says that the transformation I'm gonna take you through, you'll never be the same. You gonna you you are gonna change outwardly. You're gonna change outwardly. And if you see someone today a Christian and they never change outwardly, something's wrong. Something's wrong. He says that what I'm gonna do. I'm going to transform you by the renewing of what? Your body? No. Your what? Mind. Your intellect, your will, your emotions. Everything that has to do with the way you think. I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to renew that. I'm going to renew that. And when I renew that, what's going to happen is that you will then be able to prove what the will of God is, meaning test, tried, you know, because 
you know what the Word of God says, and you are thinking like the Word, you are acting like the Word, and so therefore, you know what's good, what's acceptable, what the perfect will of God is, and that that acceptable is is well-pleasing, what God requires, and perfect, that word perfect is is like teleos. And, and the te- teleos, teleos means that you're doing exactly what you were meant to do, which is to obey God, obey his word. That's what we are meant to do. And it, it's just like if, if somebody gives you, uh, uh, say, a, a Christmas present, and, and it's, and it's, a, uh, it's a, a cup. Well, that cup was made. And when you make something, the, the, the potter, the, whoever's making it, make it into what they want to make it into, what they picture it's going to be used for. And so if you have a cup, it's going to hold something, isn't it? You see? You don't, you don't have a, you don't, most of the time, anyway, you don't have people making pictures, you know, the, the water, a water pitcher? And they say, I made this water pitcher, it, but it's made for flowers. No, water pitcher is made for water, but you can now use it if you want to do and put flowers in it, but that's not what it's made for. We were not made to obey the world. world. We were made to obey God. That's what we were supposed to do. We are supposed to glorify God. That's what, we were, that's what we we're made for. It says in the word. We were created for his glory. It says it in the word. It says it up there because that's our mission. It, to glorify God. And so that's going to be our end result. When we are glorifying God, we are what we call perfect teleos. Okay? I said, okay, God. You are, you are, you, you're really doing something. I love what you're saying, God. Now, let's go to Second Corinthians. Chapter 3, verse 18. Now, it says, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of God, the glory of the Lord, are being, ooh, uh uh-oh, there's that word, transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as from the Lord, the Spirit. What God wants us to do is get in this cocoon as such that the caterpillar does he says that we're going to be transformed by beholding, beholding, this is big, beholding as in a mirror. 
what do you see when you look in the mirror? You, don't you? Yeah, you see you. When, when we look in this word, we are supposed to be seeing us. Because we are supposed to be conformed to the image of who? Christ. Jesus Christ is the word. So we're supposed to be beholding in this word and being transformed. People can't see it, though. They can't see it because it's a a process. See, we're, we're in, in our closet. We're in our car. We're in our home. We're in wherever we can get it out on our phone or wherever. We can behold Jesus. And the Spirit of God will be working. Now, Let's, let's, let's understand something there. You know that the Pharisees knew the word. Is that correct? The Pharisees knew the word. They were not changed. Am I right? They weren't changed. They knew the word. They knew the word. I wonder why. See, what was number one? You got to be what? Born again. If anyone be in Christ, he is a what? New creature. So any Jew is going to have to be saved. Do you know that? There's only one way. That's through Christ for salvation. And we know that they're going to come in. You know, at some point in time, when he's finished with the Gentiles, us, he, he, they, they go, the door going to be open. They'll come in. So I said, well, God, this is, this is good now. This is good. I need to, let's see what it's saying here in James. Let's go to James chapter 1. This is our last scripture here, James chapter 1. And we're in verse uh 26. Let's go there. And 27. That's where I want to go. It says, if anyone thinks himself to be religious, and we're not talking about a spirit of religion, you know, that hovers over different cities and places like Lynchburg and places. You know, we're not talking about just this religious spirit. We're talking about, you know, if you think that you are really doing exactly what the word says, what God wants you to do, you're on that path. You're doing what you're supposed to do. And it says, and yet does not brighter his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man's religion is worthless. So, uh, 
Acts is saying now that if we think that we are, we are, you know, teleos, we are headed that way. We know it's a process, but we're, 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 we're on the road, brother. We're on the road. We're not deviating to the right, to the left. We're on that road, and we're going to arrive as long as we keep going by the Spirit. And that's what, you know, it's saying. But if I think I'm on that road, but I don't brighten my tongue, I'm deceiving myself. But see, this, this, this is just one little something is saying if you don't, don't brighten your tongue. But see, we could have said if you don't uh, talk about people, if you don't, you know, this, if you don't, this, we could name a whole lot of don'ts, right? Okay? So he's just telling us this is just one thing here, you see. So what I want to do is, okay, I, I see this as an example, but so I want to know, I want to know what is the understanding, because if I hear the word of God and don't understand, then the enemy is going to come and he's going to snatch the word away because it's by the wayside. We know that forever, right? Okay, now, verse 26, 27. Let's go down. Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father. So, you know, we're not talking about no religious spirit now. We're talking about walking on that straight path here. It says, is this. He's getting ready to tell us. He's getting ready to tell us some, an example. We know a bad one, not brighten your tongue. It says, to visit the orphans and widows in their distress and to keep himself unstained by this age of the world. Oh, so now I have an example of what the outward is. Because, see, the inward, if you're born again, the inward is telling us that we're born again. Now, we're in this cocoon. We're, we're, we're beholding, as in the, a mirror, the glory of the Lord, we're beholding it. We're beholding it. So we're being changed. It's a, a process nobody sees. We don't see it, but, but it's happening. It's happening. And pretty soon, we're going to be further along down that road. There's going to be some changes outside. So he's saying that if you think you're religious, but you're running around uh, talking about people, uh, 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 right here, it says here, you know, that, that, that you can't brighten your tongue. You know, your religion, you're not on this road. You done jumped off. You're going backwards. You see? But now, 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 pure religion in the sight of God is, is that you have visited the orphans. You have visited, the, 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 you know, the, the, the widows in their distress. And also, you're keeping yourself unspotted from the world. You're doing it. You see? You're doing it. That's, that's a, see, that, that's an inward change that's causing an outward change. The butterfly jump into the, crawled in the cocoon, and when he comes out, he's totally different, right? When we get in this word, and our heart is doing what God's called us to do, we, 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 are, we are ready. 
we're going to be changed. And so I just named about four things, and, and I'm going to just call them out and not teach on it, but I'm going to just call it out. Number one is that uh, we got to we got to hear the word of God, and we got to, and we can hear it, we can read it, we can we can do anything. But the word of God, this is the first thing we need to do. You see, and, and in this process, you if you're not beholding, as in a mirror, if you're not beholding this, is there not going to be any change? How you go? How you going to change? And somebody said, well, what does the word say on this? I don't know. And the enemy said, didn't he say, didn't he say that you can, you can eat of any tree or only one tree? What did he say? Oh, he said, this right here. Oh, he didn't say that. The enemy going to get on your case if you don't know the word and if you haven't been changed because he says that you don't even have an understanding. You see, if they would have had understanding, they'll say, hey, get behind me. You, you know, you can talk all you want to. I'm not going anywhere because I'm not touching and eating of this thing because Eve said, he said, don't eat and don't touch it. So she said, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to touch it. And, and so I'm not going to do that because I have some understanding. What God wanted to do is he wanted it always be a test that he's going to say, you can do anything you want to do, anything, but just don't do this. And if you have children, little children, and if you remember back those who have, you know, and, 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 and those who are young enough, you remember when you were small enough, it's a, your parents say, hey, don't, don't, don't touch this right here. You know, don't touch this right here. And the first thing, soon they turn it back, where's the child headed? Right over there to touch it. Right over there to touch it. You see? And so that, that's, that's in us. God's going to always put something there that you can't do. But it's not to prevent you from being like him. It's not to hold you back from good things because he said he will hold no what? Good thing from those who love. He's gonna he gonna always give us good things, isn't he? But him is gonna tell us that oh, he 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 knows as soon as you do that, you're gonna be like he is. So you can do that. It's not gonna happen to you, right? Okay, okay. So we have to hear the word. We got to understand the word, and we have to also set our mind to uh, believe what it says. We have to have a mindset that we believe it, and then. We got to yield to the Holy Spirit working it in our life. Those are the four things. Now, let me let me let me let me, let me, let me close this way. I went to God. I said, God, whoopee, whoopee, because I asked the congregation. I said, Look, for Resurrection Sunday, what we're gonna do is give to those who are in need. And not a penny to ourselves, even though we have what? Needs, okay? And I said, well, now I said that last year too, but I didn't give anybody any figures. I didn't give them any figures. So I just said, look, we want to give to the Miriam's house. And unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't turn out well. But it's okay. This time, I said, we, I know 
we can raise $3,000. Didn't I say that? I said it. Well, when Stella gave me the figures, it was $4,525. And I said, Woo! Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! Now, let me tell you why. I said, Whoopee! Whoopee! Praise God! You know why? Because what I want to see, and any parent want to see, is their children obeying and doing what He's asked them to do. God is our God. We're children of God. He wants to see us being obedient because He knows that blessings, blessings are gonna come to you. You know that with your children, blessings are gonna come to you to your children if they just obey you. You say, okay, do what you have them do. Well, I said, well, God, last year. It was pitiful. This year, what's the difference? What's the difference? Well, this is what I got. That it takes growth. And I've been, I've been praying for growth. I've been praying for growth. I told the leaders that uh, a couple of stars ago. I said, look, I'm praying for increase. Increase number one, increase spiritually. Two, increase numerically. Three, increase financially. Four, increase in obedience. And the first thing always is spiritually. He said, well, what happened is that you see change. I hadn't seen this change all along. You remember you don't see change in the process of a caterpillar being a what? Butterfly. You don't see it. You're not going to see the transformation in us either. But if it's, if you be in Christ, you're a new creation. By the renewing of our mind, you're going to become new. But it's a process. I don't know when it happened. You don't know when it happened. But what's going to change is outwardly. Outwardly, it's going to change. Something going to change outwardly that lets me know, you know, God knows that something is changing. Because you're not the same as you used to be. And, and God's saying, they are not the same, Willie. They're not the same. That's what that's what's different. And I didn't pressure anybody. I didn't pressure anybody to do nothing. We made an announcement. And so I said, You gonna announce that again? I'm, oh yeah, well we'll announce it again, yeah. I think we did it twice. First Sunday, second Sunday. And the third Sunday. Was it was Easter the third Sunday? It was Easter. And that's it. I said, God. So I said, you, you, all of you are doing great in this transformation process. He said, let the body know that it's working. What I said is working in this word. They're not going to see it. If they're born again, it's going to change that outwardly. Because if they get in this word or if they hear the word, 
and, and they understand the word, it's going to change them. It's going to change them. And you see, some people might be hearing me and say, say, well, I didn't give anything. I didn't even know about it because I wasn't here. You know, that's okay. We weren't doing it individually. You know, I tell you, we're doing it as a what? Body. And you say, well, I'm in the body, but I didn't give anything. That's okay. That's why you got a body, right? Your body's working, even though you might not doing it, be doing anything. My arm, my feet, it's working, right? It's drawing on the heart's blood. It's drawing, it, you're drawing from the rest of the people. We are changing, body. We are changing. And, and the bottom line today is that if you be Christ's, you are a new creature and that the transformation process is, is working. And if you hear the word, that's why I want to always get a word, 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 you know, because you don't want to hear no, I think, I think, and this, and this, and this is what they did down on Fifth Street. What you want to do, word, 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 because the word is going to change you. It's going to change you. Oh, glory to God. I'm so, I, I, was, I, was, I was so happy when, when Stella gave me the figure. I said, whoa, whoa, oh, my goodness gracious. What, what happened? I thought they weren't changing. I thought, you know, come, come on. Because, see, sometimes you don't see the growth numerically, but it's not the first thing. If you don't grow spiritually, there ain't going to be no numerical growth. And even if you do grow uh, numerically, sad, sad, sad for the numbers of people. Because God wants us to glorify him. Let's stand. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com. Contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.